could strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and I am here with another guest for the Strategy Talks show. If you're here live, thank you so much for watching with us, listening to us. Um, let us know where you're joining us from, whether you're on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I want to make sure to put a shout out out there to those who might watch this on the replay. Put hashtag replay in the comments and let us know that you're here um, listening and looking at this video. Last but not least, a very special welcome to those of you who listen to Strategy Talks each and every week as a podcast. So today we're going to talk about storytelling. But before I do, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, who is Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I want to introduce you to today's guest. His name is Park Howell. He and I just met at Social Media Marketing World in March of 2023. Um, I heard him speak in 2022, and I was absolutely blown away by the ADT storytelling model. So we're going to talk about that. But let me go ahead and read you um, Park's bio so you know who he is. He is known as the world's most industrious storyteller, having grown purpose-driven brands by as much as 600%. He's a 35-plus year veteran of the advertising industry and hosts a popular weekly Business of Story podcast, author of Brand Bewitchery, and co-authored The Narrative Gym for Business. He is sought after internationally to help leaders excel through the stories they tell. Wow. <laughs> Awesome. I'm so glad you're here, Park. Hi, Doreen. I'm I'm delighted to be here. And it was so much fun meeting you in person last week in a very rainy, windy, wet San Diego social media marketing world. Okay. Yes. And do we want to tell them that we were supposed to meet before? Well, that's up to you. I mean, you were the one that uh, you know skipped school that day and went, I believe, skiing somewhere out there in Vermont. I did. I did. For those of you listening, Park and I were scheduled to record this podcast and I skipped out. I went skiing. It was a lovely day. So um, <laughs> he humored me and said, go for it, you know, and uh, we are here recording today. So by the way, uh, it's the best excuse you could have had, Doreen, because I'm a big time skier and I've got a mountain up here in Flagstaff, Arizona, exactly one hour from here i could be on the slope so i totally get it when those days come you kind of drop your brain and do other things i've done that myself yeah and for me it's only 15 minutes so it was very very tempting mm -hmm. that day so we're going to talk about the abts of storytelling so the the title of of our strategy talks today is sell more by saying less with abt so let's start with what's abt and what's your system and how it came about yeah, the ABT stands for the three words of and, but, and therefore. It is a perfect story structure of setup, 
problem resolution that you can use in all of your messaging from your emails to your social media to your Instagram posts to focusing your big presentations down to a singular narrative. And the most beautiful thing about it, Doreen, as you have, 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 can attest to, is it's such a short little message that you can hook your audience in under 15 seconds, in under 10 seconds. You can use it on Twitter to your, push your engagement through the roof. And it works because the and but therefore works, uh, uses the three forces of story. And what I mean by that, these are the forces that our subconscious limbic brain loves. In fact, because it's a pattern seeking, you know, cause and effect decision making brain, it loves this pattern of agreement, contradiction, and consequence. So the and is a statement of agreement. Here's what you and I want together for a brighter picture. We are painting the setting, setting the scene, if you will. It's our act one. Then we throw in a plot twist, but mm. we don't have it because of this particular problem, which engages that limbic brain and says, okay, then what the hell's the solution? You've invited me into this story loop. You've opened the tension through your butt statement. Now you've got to close it for me because I got to know how does this thing end? And of course it ends with your call to action, how you can help them get what they want. And it's the funny thing about the end, but therefore is it's short and sweet, but tricky. Therefore, it's something, as you now know, you have to practice, 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 and get it embedded so that it actually elevates your narrative intuition. It will completely revolutionize how you communicate because we all typically communicate non-narrative and, 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 and. Um, and just adding that and, but therefore, is what truly connects you deeply with your audiences. Well, I am just getting started with it. And I just already see a different way of thinking about telling the story. And I'm just going to read this. I took your course, the ABT mini course, and it says, where is the only place an ABT is truly effective? And I'm reading this right now. I took a screenshot of it. And it says, your presentations, kick off a virtual meeting, craft more compelling emails, elevate your LinkedIn bio, which is something I want to use abt4 and it goes on and on and on and i was like oh my gosh the, the opportunities are endless once you get the abt down and when you if you're watching this um park and i are going to give you an example in a minute um it was really eye-opening i'm a visual learner and almost like um, i have to see it to read it so mm -hmm. watching park in the video and then having text up there and then updating it with the ABT was really helpful for me to do that visually. So I don't know how you usually um, teach this park when you're on a podcast or when you're on a live. Um, how would you, how would you t get somebody to get that image in their head, how this ABT works? Well, think about it this way. If I ask you, Doreen, what is one of your favorite nursery rhymes? Or what's the first nursery rhyme that pops in your mind? Hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran up the clock. Then what happened? The clock struck one. The mouse fell down. Hickory dickory dock. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Hickory dickory dock. And the mouse ran up the clock. But the clock struck one and down it fell. I don't remember the rhyme yeah. to it. Therefore, hickory dickory dock. However it came out, you know. Another one I like to use is Little Miss Muffet, 
sat on a tuffet, eating her curds and whey. Along came a spider who sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. Well, there's no and, but therefore the actual words there, but it's all implied. The structure is there. Little wow. Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet and she was eating her curds and whey. All we're doing is setting the scene. That's our statement of agreement. Okay, cool. And now the complication. But along came a spider who sat down beside her and our brain begs, well, what the hell happened? What's the consequence of that? Therefore, frighten Miss Muffet away. So one of the best ways your viewers and your listeners can think about the end, but therefore, is just go and look at nursery rhymes. Virtually every nursery rhyme is written in this framework. And of course, they certainly stand the test of time, don't they? They do. Oh, that's brilliant. That I can just, oh my gosh. Uh, yes, absolutely. That totally gave me the imagery needed. And now I can remember it too. Yeah. Um, to and so this is a technology, a story technology that's been around since the beginning of time. It's not something we invented. It's kind of like revealing a magic trick. You know, um, it's, it's described in a number of different ways on how to use the ABT and in a lot of different forms. But what we have come down to is just finding, especially in the business world and content creation communications world, just knowing these words of and, but, therefore, is uh, is the key to that unlocking that story structure. In fact, here's another way to think about it. I've been doing a ton of work with the Home Depot and their internal sales and marketing teams and leadership there. And one of the Home Depot guys asked me, Doreen, he says, Park, what's the shortest ABT you know? And I go, here it is. You communicate and care, but bore. Therefore, tell a story. And we have all been that person, have we not? We go in and we want to own a room. We want to really help our audiences, but we're kind of boring, boring because we're being driven by our PowerPoint or data, stats, facts, whatever, intellect, logic, and reason when we should really be leading with the emotional pull of a story. So you communicate and care, but bore. Therefore, tell a story. And then you can expand on that. That's just a simple, basic framework that you can actually build upon. I love it. So who is this for? I'm a marketer, right? I'm sometimes a copywriter, but I'm more of a social media writer, right? For social mm -hmm. media posts. I do blogging. I write video scripts for my clients. Um, who else can use the ABT or should be using the ABT? Not just sales, right? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Doreen. Do you consider yourself a salesperson? Yes, because I own my <laughs> you, own business. Even though you, I don't want to be, I you am boss, a You don't want to be, you know, and that has, a, that has just a snarky, you know, connotation to it to a lot of people. And I was sitting in a room in Phoenix with about 60 local leaders not too long ago. And I asked them, I said, who in here is a leader in this community? And of course, 60 hands went up, right? And I said, and how many of you are in sales? Well, then they, whew, Went right down and maybe a third of the room sheepishly raised their hands when, you know, a tenth of the room actually owned it. And I go, well, I hate to tell you, uh, you may not be selling a product or service, but if you are selling or trying to get people to buy into a vision, a mission, a way of thinking, an internal initiative, if you're just trying to get your kids to eat their peas <laughs> at dinner time, guess what? You're in sales. So you're we're in all sales. in sales and everybody can use the and, but therefore in all of your communication, if you want to be more confident in connecting with that person sitting across from you, if you want to be 
immensely more persuasive with that person sitting across from you. And if you actually want to increase your influence in the room, because people will actually sit up and listen to you with their subconscious limbic brain that then sends that feeling to the heart of like, wow, I like this person or they're like me or I get what they're saying. I didn't have to fight for it. So literally, Doreen, everybody can use this in literally every kind of communication. That's amazing. That's amazing. So um, I did notice when I was taking your course, it's called the ABTs of Agile Communication. And before we dive into my ABT that I did yesterday and you can we can dissect it. I just want to ask you a little bit more about that agile communications piece in there. I don't know um, if you know, but I'm calling, I call myself an agile marketer. I've taken a, a course and I'm using some of agility in working with my team as well as with my clients, uh, which to me really means um, touching my clients, being in touch with my clients more often and working in iterations um, of content creation. So instead of me, them saying, I want a flyer and I go all the way down the rabbit hole. We do a lot of iterations. We actually communicate and we cooperate a lot more. Um, so when I saw that on that mini course that you have that on there, where did that come from? Well, it came from my study of agile software development, probably much like you did in building out your thing. And then um, how corporations and organizations are trying to create and use those same agile software development philosophies in the running of their organizations. And for me, when I keep thinking about agile, I think of dexterity and quickness. Mm -hmm. um, that's just what comes up to my mind. Now, as communicators, as content creators, we have an enormous challenge ahead of us. It's called the internet. Mm -hmm. And it's called the lack of attention, both online and off. And I just finished reading a fabulous book by Johan Harari called Stolen Focus and how Literally, the tech giants, Google, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, you name it, have completely hacked our brains through their technology on prompting us and stealing our focus and stealing our time away. I call it the online opiate because mm. it is so incredibly addicting and it has that impact for us communicators, both online and off. I mean, we've all been there when we're trying to get someone's attention sitting across from us and they're over on their phone or they're staring off because their brain now has been trained to try to multitask, to try to think of all these other things and therefore doesn't do any of it very well. With all of that said, I've come to call it the agile framework because it enables your messages to land right quickly the first time, every time. Hmm. So it helps you hack through that noise out there and hook into that attention span because you're going directly to the subconscious, the meaning-making apparatus of our being, that limbic system that doesn't have to work for it when you use the and but therefore. Set up problem resolution. Introduce me into a story loop, raise the tension in that story loop, and then close that story loop with your call to action. I get to sit back and freeload on this communication because you're not making me work for it. You don't have to command all my attention because it's just kind of feeding directly into it. That's why I call it Agile Communications, that Agile Framework, to enable your messages to land right the first time, every time. 
That's awesome. And I have one more question before we dive into yeah. my ABT. Um, so I have to put together a presentation, a new one next week. And I saw that you recommend using the ABT system for, for example, getting your PowerPoint dialed in. So if I'm looking and standing back, would that be um, the ABTs? You put that in, like you start with a problem, uh, you start with the, the, the story, right? At the beginning, the, the um, and, um, and that's maybe the first five or 10 minutes, right? And then you go into the B um, because, and then you go therefore. Is that a micro? No, the not the because, the but. Um, the but. The yeah. but is in the kind of in the middle. So if it's a 30 minute presentation, you go through it like that, right? It's not like you put a statement at the beginning and that's how you use it. Here's how I do it. And it's a great question, Doreen, and one I very seldom get. So I'm really glad you picked up on that and probably because you went through the mini course. Yes. Um, the ABT is very meta. So in the case of a presentation, how long is the presentation you're going to 30 minutes. 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And have you, as the storyteller, the content creator here, are you have you been kind of grasping at what's my core theme? What's my singular narrative? Because, well, I want to touch on this. And I want to touch on that. And I want to cover this. Yeah, it's going to be about um, call to actions. It's going to be about content. It's a piece of content um, where a lot of I'm going to be speaking to a group of event planners and those in the hospitality industry. Okay. And they are going to uh, learn about call to actions in their content and why they need it. Beautiful. Okay. So then what I would do if I was you, and every time I do a presentation like this, I first write an ABT for me. That becomes my guiding North Star mm. that says, essentially, nothing in this presentation makes sense except in the light of call to action. Everything is about call to action. So that's the first thing I like. What's my one word theme? In this case, it's call to action. Mm -hmm. That one premise. Okay, cool. And for event planners, now the next thing I would do is I would literally write an ABT for me around that call to action. So I want to put the event planner, in your case, at the center of the story as if they are sitting right in front of you. And I would look at them and say, you are a successful event planner. And then I'm going to ask you this, Doreen, what do they want in relation to having a more powerful call to action that you are going to deliver to them? More bookings. Okay. And you want more bookings. Then why is that important to them? Because I make more money. <laughs> okay. But why don't they currently have it? Because their content is a converting. Why? Let's go deeper on that. Probably because they don't have a call to action. And why don't they have a call to action? Because they don't know they need to use one or they use one that people don't like, right? They can use the, be using the wrong one, not using call to action or creating the wrong kind of content for their audience. Okay. So this call to action sounds like a problem hiding in plain sight for them. And that right. you're going to reveal, like, look, at you're already kind of doing it, but it's not very effective because you just simply haven't been taught how to do it properly. Right. So in the next 30 minutes, I am going to show you how you can create these CTAs that will blast your bookings through the roof. Yeah. All right. So then I would sit back and go, okay, so you are a successful event planner um, um, and you want bookings through very powerful call to actions but you're not getting the bookings because no one has actually showed you how to create the right call to action that is going to you know, boost your sales. Therefore, over the course of the next 30 minutes, I'm going to focus on the three things you need to know, whatever that is. I'm a mm -hmm. big believer in the power of three. 
the three things you need to know to make that call to action more powerful than you could ever imagine. All right. So then I write that for myself. I go, that's my theme. Now I might rephrase that at the beginning of the presentation, or I might use it in what I would do right up top. I'd probably share a quick little connection story, something about you relative to their event. And that little connection story is actually about a moment in time that something happened to you. It's kind of an expanded ABT. When did it happen? Where did it happen? You are the central character in this so that you're building trust and empathy with them. What happened and what was the surprising outcome that you learned that you're going to be sharing with them today, right? Then I would jump in and I would quickly expedite that call to action. Why am I going to share that with you? Because you are already an accessible event planner and you want to grow your business with just the right call to action, but you're not converting like you could be and you feel it because nobody's actually shown you how. Therefore, we're going to do this. So in under 90 seconds, you've used two story frameworks on them. One that shares something about you, that connection story. Number two, the more logic driven of here's what you're going to learn, but you're sharing that logic and uh, reason in the, the form of a story, the form of an and, but therefore. Now back to your point, I would then look at that 90 minute or 30 minute presentation. I say, okay, do I really want to spend five minutes on the setup? Maybe, maybe not. If I can be really dynamic, maybe I'm only going to spend three minutes on it because they already have a pretty good sense on what you're talking about. Boom. And then you get right into the, the action sequence, right? Here's mm -hmm. a before, here's an after. Here's it. And now here's the first thing you want to think about here. Boom, boom, boom. And so now you're squarely into act two, which is the butt. This is where you're, you have rising tension and you start paying off the answers to that. And then, of course, your close is the therefore. And your close may be one or two minutes long. So in an ABT, when you're doing it long form, that butt section is act two. That's where all the action takes place. Like in any movie, in any book, that's what you're going to be covering with them. But you set it up and you're going to close it using these little anecdotal stories in an ABT to make that happen. That's why I mean it's very meta. A couple places your people can go and look or a really good example is go and look at Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. And you will see where he has embedded these, it's just really one long embedded ABT over and over and over again. Now, did they do it because they knew about the ABT? No, it was really just first came up through South Park, actually, believe it or not, and then found by my good friend, Dr. Randy Olson, who is a Harvard PhD evolutionary biologist turned USC film school grad. He's the one that turned me onto the end, but therefore. But when you look, go back and look at tremendous orators and, and storytellers like Martin Luther King, you can dissect that I have a dream and you can see it's one ABT, 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 one after another. And it's a way, as South Park will say, Trey Parker, it, it has a story then that takes you from this to this to this, because this, then this, and that's what keeps the brain engaged. And that's what we want to do in our presentations. Thank you. That is amazing. If you're watching this and you speak on stages, you make a presentation or you have to even have a give a report right to your board of directions, your stakeholders, use the ABT park. This is amazing. I can ha I now have like a gazillion places where I'm going to use this. But thank you for putting this into like real word, a real world action for me. Um, and I think for our audience as well, who can use that. So um, in your little mini course, uh, you had us do a ABT 
Um, and the first iteration um, that I made, and I'll, I'll be happy to read it. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, this is about, uh, my ideal client, right? It's goes like this. You want to build an audience on social media and ultimately drive traffic to your website to make sales, but you are too busy serving clients to post and repurpose the content that you do create on the go. Therefore, outsourcing your content management to a dedicated content management team is a solution to never worry about your online presence again. Awesome. All right. So really, really great job here, Doreen. You've got the form down. And by the way, here's the interesting thing about this. When you first craft them, they'll be a little bit clunky here and there and whatever, and that's okay. Still A-B test them on how you would have written it and, and try your next one. And you're already going to see it's more powerful. And then as you refine them, they'll get even better. So when I look at these, and remember, it's always easier to be an editor than a writer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's you. So For sure. You, you want to build an audience on social media and ultimately drive traffic to your website to make sales. Yes. Okay. So that's a nice general statement of agreement. Um, I would try, and since you're talking about the busyness in your butt statement, the hectic nature of social media and whatever, and the fact that you can take that off their plate and give them way more impact, I would recommend that you add that up top in your statement of agreement. The power of story rests in the specifics. And without getting much longer, you want to be as specific using the right word choice as possible. So you want to build an audience. I might start that by saying, um, I want to say, not busy. I want to say, you are, you know, let, well, we'll use busy for now. Then I'd go in and tweak it. You are a busy entrepreneur with an amazing company. And you know that if you could grow your social media audience, then you will ultimately ignite the sales, you know, your, your revenue. So we're saying you're busy. You want to grow this to ignite your revenue, but your revenue isn't growing because you simply don't have the time to do the proper kinds of, of email, uh, of social media, right? Then at the very end, you see what you said here, solution to never worry about your online presence again. That's kind of the crux of this whole thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Quite often we'll find that in the very last part of our initial ABTs, You'll never have to worry about it again. So I want to slide that up right after you're there for. Therefore, never worry about your online presence again while increasing its performance by hiring us. You as the brand always come in at the end. And the reason why we do this is we want to keep this ABT completely center focused on your audience, their point of view. What's in it for them? Why don't they currently have it? Therefore, imagine how beautiful it's going to be when you get it through us. <laughs> Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. That was great. And I did write some new, uh, different iterations, but I love what you did with that statement. And I wasn't sure how long that first and statement should be, but I, I heard you use emotional and power words as I um, use that in some of my teaching. So um, ultimate and extremely busy and successful. And so I'm yeah. learning just by listening to you, by adding those words, um, really tell that story. So 
Um, I love that. And I'm looking at the clock. We are out of time. Park. <laughs> I think we can talk another three hours, I but could. we're not. I so <laughs> tell those who were here live, those are here watching this on the replay and our podcast listeners, how and where they can connect with you and how they can learn more about the ABT system. Absolutely. So really the best place to connect with me social media wise is LinkedIn. And because I got a weird name, Park Howell, it's just you know, linkedin.com forward slash Park Howell. You get me there. Um, you can take the mini course at my website, businessofstory.com forward slash ABT. It's a one hour course, three 20 minute modules, and I'll walk you through the primary build, which we kind of did here. I'll take you in more depth with lots of examples of it. Then we go to the secondary build of the if then, the word, the importance of the word because and so forth. And then the final module is about finding that singular narrative, which is so critical. Doreen, as you know, nothing derails our communications more than if we have multiple narratives. And that means two or more narratives. I want you to always be focused on that one. And of course, come on over and listen to my show. I'm going on 410 episodes. I've wow. uh, been around about eight years. And the one thing I like to offer too to your audiences is to go to a special landing page for this show, businessofstory.com forward slash strategy dash talks. Okay. Strategy dash talks. There, I will give you the course at a 30% discount. Plus, you can download a free copy of the Narrative Gym for Business that I co-wrote with my good friend, Dr. Randy Olson. This is a quick 75-page guide that is your handy guide as you're writing your ABTs. So free guide. 30% off the course, businessstory.com forward slash strategy dash talks. And I will put that link in the show notes for the podcast, as well as underneath this episode live on all the platforms. Uh, Park, uh, it was a pleasure to host you. I feel like I am so much better equipped uh, equipped to tell stories, to write copy, to create presentations, um, and I'm going to be using ABT in the wild everywhere I go moving forward. And I'm looking forward to honing my craft, learning more from you. I'll be sure to watch, uh, to listen to your show uh, moving forward as well. And it was great to see you at Social Media Marketing World. Um, to all of you who were here with us live, appreciate you as always uh, listening and commenting and being with us. And I will be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Doreen.